بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of riyad al-salihin and we have reached chapter 4 the chapter entitled as-sidq truthfulness قال الله تعالى in surah at-tawbah Allah the most high says in surah at-tawbah in chapter 9 verse 119 يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين. Oh, you believe, be afraid of Allah and be with those who are true in words and in deeds. وقال تعالى إن سورة الأحزاب in chapter thirty-three, verse thirty-five, والصادقين والصادقات. والصادقين والصادقات. The men and women who are truthful in their speech and deeds. As-sadiqina was-sadiqat. وقال تعالى in Surah Muhammad chapter 47 verse 21 فَلَوْ صَدَقُوا اللَّهَ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ فَلَوْ صَدَقُوا اللَّهَ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ If they had been true to Allah, it would have been better for them. If they had been true to Allah, it would have been better for them. This is the chapter on truthfulness. And truthfulness means agreement between what's told and the reality, the real uh, case or situation. This is an origin. And it, uh, truthfulness, or is, or occurs in the news, in information. If someone tells you of something and his, uh, and what he told you is in agreement with reality, then it is uh, truthfulness. It is called sidq. Like, for example, uh, if you say about the day, today, that it is Monday, then today is Monday. This is information. It is now a true information. It is truthful. Because today is Monday. But if you say today is Tuesday, then this is false information. So the four, therefore, if what is related is in agreement with the reality, then it is called sidq, truthfulness. And if it is in opposition, it is called false or lying. And the truthfulness as sidq is in sayings as well as in actions. The truthfulness in actions is that the person's inside is as his outside. His inward is as his outward in agreement, such that if he acts upon something, then it is in agreement with what is in his heart. So the one who shows off is not 
uh, truthful because he makes it apparent to the people that he is from the worshippers while he is not. Similarly, the mushrik, the one who ascribes partners to Allah in worship, is not truthful because he makes it appear that he is muahid, someone who singles Allah in worship while he is not. And also the hypocrite is not truthful because he uh, puts in the open outwardly as if he has faith. He, put, he puts faith in the open, outside, in the, in the outward, but he is not a believer. And the innovator, innovator is not truthful, because he makes it appear as if he follows the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, while he is not. So the important thing is that truthfulness is in agreement with uh, uh, is, is the agreement between what is told and the reality and it is from the qualities of the believers the opposite is lying and it is from the qualities of the hypocrites we seek refuge in Allah from this then the author Rahimahullah and Imam al-Nawawi cited the verse from Surah At-Tawbah which we recited earlier Ya amanu O who you believe, be afraid of Allah and be with those who are true in words and deeds. This verse was revealed after mentioning the story of the three, the three who were undecided, who, who uh, remained in Medina, and they were left, their case was left uh, undecided for 50 nights concerning the ruling of Allah uh, about their uh, staying in Medina and not uh, being uh, with the Prophet ﷺ in the expedition of Tabuk, and Tabuk is in the northwest of Arabia. And from them is Ka'b bin Malik, and we detailed their story previously. Those three, uh, after the Prophet ﷺ returned from the expedition of Tabuk, they stayed in Medina without excuse without having an excuse regarding their joining and they, pro and they told the Prophet ﷺ that they have no excuse so he left them left them left their case and that is the meaning وَعَلَى الثَّلَاثَةِ الَّذِينَ خُلِّفُوا as in Surah At-Tawbah 9-1-1-18 and he did Allah forgive also the three who did not join the Tabuk expedition. No. Then, at, 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 uh, during this time of this expedition, the hypocrites 
You know, when the Prophet ﷺ returned from the expedition of Tabuk, the hypocrites came to him giving excuses and swearing by Allah that they are, they have excuses not as to not joining him in the expedition. And that Allah revealed regarding them the following verses. سَيَحْلِفُونَ بِاللَّهِ لَكُمْ إِذَا انْقَلَبْتُمْ إِلَيْهِمْ لِتُعْرِضُوا عَنْهُمْ فَأَعْرِضُوا عَنْهُمْ إِنَّهُمْ رِجْسِ وَمَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمُ جَزَاءً بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ يَحْلِفُونَ لَكُمْ لِتَرْضَوْا عَنْهُمْ فَإِنْ تَرْضَوْا عَنْهُمْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَرْضَى عَنِ الْقَوْمِ الْفَاسِقِينَ They will swear by Allah, the hypocrites, to you, Muslims, when you return to them, that you may turn away from them. So turn away from them, surely they are impure because of their evil deeds and hell is their dwelling place a recompense for what for that which they used to earn they the hypocrites swear to you Muslims that they may be pleased with them that you may be pleased with them but if you are pleased with them certainly Allah is not pleased with the people who are rebellious and disobedient to him the bad ones to the rest as these uh, those three however Ka'ab bin Malik and his two companions they were truthful to the Messenger وسلم, and they spoke the truth to him that they stayed in Medina and did not join the Tabuk expedition without having an excuse. So the Prophet وسلم, delayed them concerning their decision for 50 nights until Allah revealed the verse 9118 وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وظنوا أن لا ملجأ من الله إلا إليه till for them the earth vast as it is was straightened and their own selves were straightened to them and they perceived that there is no fleeing from Allah and no refuge but with him until they perceived that there is no fleeing from Allah and no refuge but with Him, then Allah revealed His repentance upon them. Then Allah stated the verse we are talking about, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ who you believe. Then He guided them to repentance, that they might repent unto Him. Very Allah is the one who accepts. This is the end of the verse. But then we are talking about what? يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ who you believe. Fear Allah and be and kunu sadiqeen This is the point of evidence. And be with those who are true in words and deeds. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, uh, mentioned the qualities of the believing men and women. وَالصَّادِقِينَ وَالصَّادِقَاتِ Men and women. In the verse in Surah Al-Ahzab, chapter 33, Verse 35 The men and women who are truthful in their speech and deeds. And when he, when he gave their qualities, and this is from their qualities, the men and women who are truthful in their speech, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated at the end of the verse, Verse 35, أَعَدَّ اللَّهُ لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةً وَأَجْرًا عَظِيمًا Allah has prepared for them forgiveness and great reward.
And also in Surat, uh, Surat Muhammad, which was recited earlier, 47, 21, فَلَوْ صَدَقُوا اللَّهَ لَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ had, if they were truthful to Allah, it would have been better for them. If they had been truthful to Allah, it would have been better for them. Meaning, if they, if they, uh, if they had been true to Allah by dealing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in truthfulness, that would have been better for them. But what they lied to Allah and so and 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 uh, they took a hypocritical stance of belief and put in the outward that which is in opposition disagreement with their hearts and they treated the prophet ﷺ lying by lying to him and so they made it appear that they were following him, while in reality they were opposing him. So, if they had been true to Allah, it would have been better for them. But since they lied, then that, it uh, turned evil upon them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ahzab 33-24 said, لِيَجْزِيَ اللَّهُ الصَّادِقِينَ بِصِدْقِهِمْ وَيُعَذِّبَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ إِنْ شَاءَ وَيَتُوبَ عَلَيْهِمْ And punish the hypocrites if he will or accept their repentance by turning to them in mercy. لِيَجْزِيَ الصَّادِقِينَ بِصِدْقِهِمْ That Allah may reward the men of truth by their truth. And punish the hypocrites if he will or accept their repentance by turning to him in mercy. So this indicates that the matter of truthfulness is a great matter. And that it is related to the recompense. And so therefore, we must be truthful. And clear. Uh, we should not hide uh, things uh, in ways of show off and the like. Many people, if you, if they are told about something they have done and they didn't like, they lie and say, "No, I didn't." Why? Why is it that you stand to face Allah by lying? Say the truth and don't be afraid of anything or anyone. And if you train yourself on truthfulness, then in the future your affair will be better. On the other hand, if you proceed to lie and continue to lie and 
then you will continue on transgression. So take the truthfulness concerning your rights upon others and people and others' rights upon you so that you will be from the truthful ones whom Allah commanded you to be with them when he said, Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, taqullaha wa kunu maas sadiqeen. Oh, you believe, fear Allah and be afraid of Allah and be with those who are true in words and deeds. Then to the first hadith, in this chapter, the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud, hadith number 54, and Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إِنَّ الصِّدْقَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْبِرِّ Truth, Abdullah bin Mas'ud reported that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, Truth leads to piety, and piety leads to Jannah, to Paradise. وَإِنَّ الرَّجُلَ لَيَصْدُقُ حَتَّى يُكْتَبَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ الصِّدِّيقَةِ A man persists in speaking the truth till he is enrolled with Allah as a truthful. وَإِنَّ الْكَذِبَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْفُجُورِ Falsehood leads to vice and vice leads to the fire. وَإِنَّ الْفُجُورَ يَهْدِي إِلَى النَّارِ وَإِنَّ الرَّجُلَ لَيَكْذِبُ حَتَّى يُكْتَبَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ كَذَّابَ And a person persists on telling lies until he is enrolled as a liar. This is an agreed upon hadith. In another wording, Abdullah bin Mas'ud reported that the Prophet ﷺ said, عَلَيْكُمْ بِالصِّدْقِ Which means, hold to and stick to truthfulness. And we mentioned earlier, the صِدْق the truthfulness is to inform of that which is in agreement with reality. And it must be known that the khabar, the news, can be by the tongue as well as by the action. As with the tongue, is the saying and with the body parts is the action if a person does something which is in opposition to what he conceals then this is an action of lying the hypocrite for example is a liar because he puts out in the, in the outward to the people that he's a believer. He prays with people, he fasts with people, he gives charity, but he is miser. And maybe that he goes also for hajj. So anyone who sees his actions uh, decides or rules that he is righteous. These actions, however, don't tell of what is in him meaning inward for it is lying so therefore whenever the what is uttered is in agreement with the reality then this is the truthfulness in the tongue or by the tongue and when it is in agreement 
when the actions are in agreement with what's in the heart, then this is the truthfulness of actions. Then the Prophet ﷺ made it clear in this hadith, after he commanded truthfulness, he said, إِنَّ الصُّدْقَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْبِرِّ Truth leads to piety. وَإِنَّ الْبِرَّ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ And piety leads to paradise. Albir meaning abundant good. And from that is the name of Allah. One of the names of Allah is Albar. Meaning the one qualified with abundant good and benevolence. What he bestows from goodness and benevolence. So, this piety is from the outcome of of truthfulness. It leads to paradise. So the one who is truthful, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make me and you from them. Allah guides him by his truthfulness. He guides him to paradise. And this is, and that's why what this is what people seek. And that's why the person is commanded to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ask him paradise, and seeks refuge in him from hell. As Allah stated in Surah Al-Imran, chapter 3, verse 185. وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَاعُ الْغُرُورِ And whoever is removed away from the fire and admitted to paradise, he indeed is successful. The life of this world is only the enjoyment of deception. It's a deceiving thing. And the one who is truthful, the Prophet ﷺ described that the person persists to continue on truthfulness until Allah enrolls with enrolls him he's in, he enrolls him uh, with him as a uh, he's enrolled with Allah as a truthful in another narration a man persists in speaking the truth and also in seeking it until he is enrolled with Allah as a truthful As-Siddiq the truthful one is in the second rank from the ranks of those believers whom Allah bestows his favor upon as described meaning their ranks in Surah An-Nisa chapter 4 Verse 69. And those who obey Allah and the Messenger, then they will be in the company of those on whom Allah has bestowed His grace. Of the prophets, this is the first rank. The Siddiqeen, those who are truthful, 
the truthful ones, the martyrs and the righteous, and how excellent these companions are. So the one who persists on the truth, says the truth, and is truthful, and seeks it, is enrolled with Allah as a truthful. And this truthfulness is a great degree and rank. And it occurs, it exists with both men and women. قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 75, about Maryam, Maryam عليها السلام, Mary. ما المسيح ابن مريم إلا رسول قد خلت من قبله الرسل وأمه صديقة The Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, of Maryam, was no more than a messenger. قد خلت من قبله الرسل was no more than a messenger. Many were the messengers that passed away before him. His mother, Maryam, Mary, was a صديقة. She believed in the words of Allah and His books, and she believed in this truth. This is the truth. And she was truthful in her belief. And the best of the truthful ones, absolutely, is Abu Bakr, radiyallahu anhu. Abu Bakr, as-siddiq, Abu Bakr. And he is Abdullah bin Uthman, son of Uthman, bin Abi Quhafa, the son of Abi Quhafa. The one who responded to the Prophet's call when he invited him to Islam. And he had no hesitation or reluctance. He responded right away to the call of the Prophet ﷺ to accept Islam. And he accepted Islam. And he believed in the Prophet ﷺ at the time when the Prophet's people belied him. And he believed in the Prophet ﷺ when he spoke about his journey from Mecca to Bayt al-Maqdis, Jerusalem, and then the ascension. When his people, when the people of Mecca belied the Prophet ﷺ. And they said, how could you go from Mecca to Bayt al-Maqdis and return in one night? Then you come and tell us that you ascended to heavens, upward. This is impossible. They belied him. Then they went to Abi Bakr. And they said, أَمَا تَسْمَعُ مَا يَقُولُ صَاحِبُكَ Didn't you hear what your companion was saying? meaning the Prophet ﷺ, about his journey. He said, what did he say? They said, إِنَّهُ قَالَ كَذَا وَكَذَا And so they mentioned to him what the Prophet ﷺ said concerning his journey. He said, إِنْ كَانَ قَدْ قَالَ ذَلِكَ فَقَدْ صَدَقَ If he said what he said, then he spoke the truth. From that, on, from that day on, he was called As-Siddiq. As-Siddiq, the truthful one, radiyallahu anhu, may Allah's mercy, may Allah be pleased with him, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve him and the companions 
from the harm and the insults of the Rafidah. May Allah the Most High elevate them, the companions, to the highest degrees. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the companions of the prophets, the truthful ones, and the martyrs, and the righteous. As to the as to the lying, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَالْكَذِبْ and beware of lying. And lying is to tell that which is in disagreement with reality, whether it is by saying or by action. So if someone says to you, what is this day? What is the day? What is today? And you say today is Thursday. This is lying because it's not in agreement with reality. Because today is Monday. And the hypocrite is a liar because he pretends in the outward that he is a Muslim while inwardly he is a kafir, a disbeliever. So therefore in his action he is a liar, kathib, liar. Then the Prophet ﷺ said, وَإِنَّ الْكَذِبَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْفُجُورِ Falsehood leads to vice. And this term fujur means to go away from the, divert from the obedience to Allah. This is fujur or fisq, which we discussed last night. So, he moves away from the obedience to disobedience. And the greatest of this is the disbelief, going from obedience, leaving obedience to disbelief. And so the kafir is a fajr, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Abasa, chapter 80, verse 42, أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْكَفَرَةُ الْفَجَرَةُ Such will be the kafir disbelievers and al-fajara the wicked evildoers. <coughs> and Allah stated in Surah Al-Infitar 82, 7 and 11 kitabun Nay, truly the record is the record writing of the deeds of the Fujar, the disbelievers, is preserved in Sijin. And what will make you know what is Sijin? A registered, inscribed, that day to those who deny Allah, His angels, His books. the articles of faith or the pillars of faith, those who deny the day, the day of recompense. So lying leads to fujur, 
wicked, evil doing. And that leads to hellfire. And we seek refuge in Allah from that. And in the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, لا يزال الرجل يكذب ويتحرى الكذب حتى يكتب عند الله كذابا. And the person persists on lying and seeks to lie until he is enrolled as a liar. And the lying is from the forbidden matters. Is forbidden. Some of the scholars mentioned it to be from the major sins because the Prophet ﷺ in this hadith uh, made a threat that he will be, he stated a threat and a sin which is, is linked to a threat where there is a threat with it is considered and classified by some of the scholars as a major sin and here the threat is they will be enrolled as liars and from the greatest lying is what is done in our times someone brings uh, a, a statement or uh, or an article or saying in order to make people laugh and he knows that the information he is giving is not true. But he does so in order to make people laugh. And it came in the hadith a threat to those people. The Prophet ﷺ said, وَيْلٌ لِلَّذِي يُحَدِّثُ فَيَكْذِبُ لِيُضْحِكَ بِهِ الْقَوْمِ وَيْلٌ لَهُ وَيْلٌ لَهُ Woe to the one who speaks and lies in his speech in order to make people laugh woo to him, woo to him and this hadith is reported by Abu Dawood and uh, and he said this hadith is Hassan is good so the kadib all of lying is haram all of lying is haram, forbidden and all of it leads to wickedness, evil wickedness and nothing is excluded from it. Yes, there came in one hadith, which is part of the hadith of Umm Kalthum bint Uqba, that there is uh, exclusion of three things in war, in war, and in amending and reconciling between people and in the conversation or in the statement of a woman to her husband and him to her however some of the scholars said that what is intended in the lying in these three matters that came in this hadith is what is known as At-Tawriya at it's not explicit lying. <clears throat> no. So what is a tawriya? What is a tawriya? What is a tawriya? <clears throat> the tawriya, this is in Arabic, is a word is using a word or an expression or a phrase which has 
an obvious meaning and intending thereby another meaning to which it may apply but which is contrary to the obvious one. This is the meaning of Tawriya. So this is not explicit lying. So they consider that these exceptions fall under this which is known in the in the in the Arabic language is using a word or an expression or a phrase which has an obvious meaning and intending thereby another meaning to which it applies but which is contrary to the obvious one and that the Tawriya may be called lying as in the hadith of Abi Hurairah may be called as in the hadith of Abi Hurairah that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Ibrahim alayhi salam did not tell a quote lie except on three occasions. Except on three occasions. Twice for the sake of Allah when he said I am sick. And he said, I have not done this, but the big idol has done it. This is when he smashed their idols. The third was that while Ibrahim and Sarah, his wife, were going on a journey, and they passed by the territory of a tyrant, someone said to the tyrant, this man, Ibrahim, is accompanied by a very charming lady. So he sent for Ibrahim السلام, and asked him about Sarah, his wife, saying, Who is this lady? Ibrahim said, She is my sister, Ukhti. Ukhti, my sister. Ibrahim went to Sarah and said, O oh Sarah, there are no believers on the surface of the earth except you and me, you and I. This man, meaning the tyrant, asked me about you and I have told him that you are my sister. So don't contradict my statement. The tyrant then called Sarah and when she went to him, he tried to take hold of her with his hand. But his hand got stiff and he was confounded. He asked Sarah, pray to Allah for me and I shall not harm you. So Sarah asked Allah to cure him, and he got cured. He tried to take hold of her for the second time, but his hand got as stiff as or stiffer than before, and was more confounded. He again requested Sarah, pray to Allah for me, and I will not harm you. Sarah asked Allah again, and he became all right. He then called one of his gods who had brought her and said, You have not brought me a human, a human being, but have brought me a devil. The tyrant then gave Hajar as a girl servant to Sarah. Sarah came back to Ibrahim while he was praying. Ibrahim, gesturing with his hand, gesturing with his hand asked, What has happened? She replied, Allah has spoiled the evil plot of this immoral person, this infidel, and gave me Hajar for service. 
and Abu Huraira who narrated this hadith then addressed the listeners saying that Hajar was your mother O Bani Maisama meaning the Arabs, the descendants of Ishmael Hajar's son so here he did not lie but he used Tawriya and he was truthful when he said that she is his sister, right? And Sarah is his wife, yes, but she is his sister in faith, isn't it? Isn't it? You see now the term sister, how it was used? You see how it was used in this context? This is known as Tawriya, this is not explicit lying. No. So, and Tawriya has multiple types. Tawriya is of multiple types. Let's go over them. First, if it leads to falsehood, then it is forbidden. If it leads to falsehood, then it is forbidden. Second, If it leads to that which is an obligation, then it is an obligation to use Tawriya. And if it leads to a benefit or the fulfillment of a need, then it is permissible. And if it does not involve any of this, then the scholars differed as to its permissibility. And the closest opinion is it not it is not permissible to use it frequently however using it sometimes there is no harm especially if the person who uses it makes it clear that he resorted to it examples when it is haram meaning leading to falsehood to use tawriya two persons disputed before a judge one of them said so and so owes me 1,000 riyals, 1,000 dollars. This is a claim. The accused denied the claim. So we say to the claimant to bring the proof. He says he doesn't have one. Now the oath will be directed to the accused. The accused says, Wallahi, by Allah, he does not have anything, listen with me, anything. Intending by the article ma, ma, to be that which he intended by the $1,000 that it is a thing, but it is not a thing. And this is, this is haram because it leads to denial of people, people's rights. And this person would not be saved in the hereafter because the Prophet ﷺ said, your oath should be about something regarding which your companion will believe you, as in Sayyid Muslim. And when it's obligatory to use Tawri. Example. An oppressor is checking for the presence of a person to kill him. So he came to a man and said, Do you know where so and so is? And the person knows. And the person knows. So he says, I don't know. Intending, I don't know regarding these circumstances. And the oppressor asks, Is he in the house? But the other one says, he is not in the house, intending he is not in this particular room of the house. This type of tawriya is obligatory, is a wajib. 
because it is the saving of one's life. And there is, when there is a benefit to use Tawriya, someone comes to a circle of knowledge asking about a person, and the people in the circle say, he is not here, pointing to a different place than where the person is actually sitting. And when there is a need to use Tawriya, someone insists on asking you about the affairs of your household, and you don't want to tell him about this. So you may resort to Tawriya as a need. If the person says, do you do such and such in your house? You can say, I don't. And you intend that you don't do this during a time you are not doing what he is asking about. For example, you do something at 9 o'clock and you say, I don't do that, intending time of Fajr, for example. And when, for none of, the, of these reasons, there is a difference of opinion regarding that. And as we mentioned earlier, Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, said, it is not permissible because the apparent opposes the words. You intend what opposes the apparent. He said, there is a kind of lying therein, so it is not permissible, and also there is evil in this. If the asker comes to know that the reality is opposite to what he understood from your words, then he will describe you as a liar, and have a bad opinion about you, and never believe you. However, if the person does this sometimes, then Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin, rahimahullah, our Shaykh said, I hope there is no harm in that, especially if he tells the asker, later about the reality of the situation. So there is restriction on this, as you have heard. Now, still now, back to the issue. The lying is not permissible in these, uh, in these, uh, in these matters. And this is the opinion of the majority of the people of knowledge. And some of them, they say, lying is absolutely impermissible, whether it is uh, by way of joking or seriousness or, or if it involves taking people's rights and wealth or not. And the greatest thing concerning lying is that someone uh, lies and then makes an oath in order to uh, take people's wealth in, uh, unjustly. And in this case, like for example, someone accuses him of, of something which is uh, affirmed. And he denies and he says, by Allah, I don't owe you anything. Or someone claims that he has a certain right with someone. And he says, you know, that thing is with you, while he's lying. Now, if he makes an oath on his claim and he lies, then this is known as al-yameen, al-ghamus. Al-ghamus, ghamasa yaghmisu dip. It dips its person in sin. Then it dips him and submerges him in hellfire, wal-ayadu billah. And it is affirmed from the Prophet ﷺ to have said, whoever makes an oath intending to 
take by it the wealth unjustly of a Muslim and he lies then he will meet Allah on that while Allah is angry with him so in conclusion lying is haram and the person must not lie absolutely whether in cases of seriousness or in under joking situations except in these three methods that came in the hadith and in accordance with the and in accordance with the discussion we gave about them and the opinions of the scholars regarding that walhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam this concludes the discussion of hadith 54